0: Welcome to episode 5 of Bringing You Back to Wholeness. I'm Megan Costa. I'm looking forward to sharing with you today some exciting tools and practices as an extension of what we talked about in episode 4. Sharing with you a way forward from here. If we're going to be real and authentic with our emotions, what do we do with them? How do we harness them as the means to our expansion? last episode we explored the difference between living as your wholeness, as a spiritual practice, and just being overly positive or trying to remain in high vibration all the time, as is so much talked about in the spiritual community at the moment. The reason I really wanted to highlight the difference between the two was because I see so many people and so many of my clients who are struggling with this idea of trying to manifest what they want in their lives by way of remaining overly positive and forcing themselves to have positive thoughts and push down or push away or avoid or suppress anything that isn't considered to be high vibrational And as we know after listening to Energy Reflects Energy It doesn't actually work that way And people end up inadvertently struggling And creating more and more of what they don't want So as an act of compassion I wanted to share the truth about this And the more expansive view On how energy (coughs) reflects energy And how in order to create more of what we want and to be more of our authentic selves in the world we actually need to be real about how we're feeling and to embrace the human experience aspect of this journey. So in today's episode I'm going to be sharing two or three, possibly four different practices on how to do that, how to Tune into your emotions and use them as information or signposts on your journey of expansion. So stay tuned for more. The first practice that I'm excited to introduce you to today is something called the circle of three. So I want you to visualise a circle And inside the circle, it is infused with the universe's language of love and compassion, so the frequency of love and compassion. And the three aspects to this circle, in terms of the practice, they don't appear in a linear form. So they're in a circle, they interplay with each other, they... Um, infuse with each other they're all part of each other so even as you kind of step your way through them because that's how the human brain wants to work just know that at any time you're working with one of them the other two will be a part of that one that you're working with so the three aspects to this practice are acceptance, awareness and compassion and they can be used in any order When I use this practice, I often begin with awareness. Even though I've suggested it's not a linear pattern that we follow and it's a circle we can start at any point. The reason I find it particularly helpful to start with awareness is because it gives me the opportunity to just stop and be still and be with what is and observe it. From a place of neutrality. So I might just stop and be still. And describe to myself how I'm feeling. And just really tune into my deeper. The deeper part of myself and into my heart. And into my emotions and the human experience part of what I'm going through. And I might just sit there and with compassion. Describe the truth. Of how I'm feeling in that moment. So I'm not trying to change how I'm feeling, I'm not trying to push anything away, I'm not avoiding anything, I'm not suppressing anything, I'm not resisting how I'm feeling. I'm just stopping, I'm being still and I'm being compassionate with myself, allowing myself the space to tune in to how I'm truly deeply honestly feeling and to describe it from a place of neutrality without judging myself. The next aspect of awareness is knowing that I'm more than just my human experience. So yes I'm becoming aware of all of the human experience aspects to what I'm feeling in that moment. All the human emotions um, and being very real with how I'm feeling. But then I sort of rise up out of that and almost look back at myself from my higher self's perspective without again without judgment, without wanting anything to be different. I'm just moving into that more expanded awareness of my spiritual essence and with awareness i am saying i am aware that i am more than just this current experience so i am both the human aspect the human physical experience of what i'm having and i am also my spiritual essence which offers me the opportunity to unstick myself from what I'm currently going through and offers me more perspective, more possibilities and clarity, um, a a much wider, uh, more expanded awareness of what's happening in that moment and it may help me to move through the unpleasant situation I'm in ...without denying it, without pretending it away. I'm fully acknowledging it and embracing it with compassion. We're just looking at a much more expanded... um, ...form of awareness of of the situation. So let's now move on to acceptance... And then we'll look at compassion. And after that, I'm going to offer a real-life example of how I've used this to move through something really challenging. Okay, so acceptance again has the two aspects to it. So there's the human physical experience and there's the beautiful spiritual essence. So how do we use acceptance for these So we accept that the human experience that we're having is what it is, so we lovingly kind of go, okay, this is what's happening, Um, I'm not going to judge myself, I'm not going to avoid this, or suppress this, or pretend it away, or deny myself, or restrict myself in any way, how I'm feeling is how I'm feeling, and that's okay, so that's the acceptance, And the spiritual essence aspect of the acceptance is also fully acknowledging that you're more than just your human experience. So you're accepting that there's another aspect to you that wants to come and play in this situation to help you expand beyond it, to expand beyond any restriction you may be feeling. When we have unpleasant emotions, it's just information letting us know that we're restricted in some way. And our spirit is just waiting on the sidelines to show us, yes, this is unpleasant because it's not a match for your true frequency. So let's look at how we can expand through this without, again, I keep repeating myself without denying it, Without wishing it away or resisting it, it's so important that we just embrace it and go, yep, this is what it is. And it's giving me some really valuable information to work with here for my spiritual expansion. So the acceptance part is accepting all of that. Let's look at compassion. So the compassion aspect to this is infused throughout, it's infused throughout the awareness and acceptance as we were objectively looking at things without judging ourselves, without resisting what is, we're looking at things through incredibly loving, deeply loving, compassionate eyes as the universe would be looking at us. So compassion is infused everywhere but in terms of using it as a specific piece in this practice, it's really tuning into the universal frequency of compassion and bathing yourself in it. So I almost visualize standing under a shower of compassion and just letting it rain down on me. And what happens is that it dissolves any resistance I might be having to what I'm currently feeling or experiencing. So if I'm busy resisting how unpleasant my emotions are, I'm keeping them in place longer. So with compassion, I'm being with my emotions. I'm being with them. I'm acknowledging them. I'm saying, hey, I see you. I hear you. I feel you. You're real. I am being with this. I'm being still with this. What is this showing me? What information is available to me in this moment? What awarenesses are available to me in this moment? And how can I use that to harness my spiritual expansion? So compassion is just that beautiful, soft, loving, flowing energy that we can call in from the universe into our field. To help us navigate this whole practice of awareness, acceptance, compassion. So now I'm going to share with you a real life example of when I've used the practice of awareness, acceptance and compassion. The circle of three. So this is quite a story. Um, about 6 or 7 years ago i was in a position where i felt like i was in the wrong life and <clears throat> i felt absolutely compelled to leave my life leave everything so i was in a relationship i was a stepmom of three boys i was a branch manager um i, I there was just lots going on and my spirit was knocking on the door um, and the knocks were getting louder and louder and I was ignoring them, telling myself that I had a good life and I needed to stay in it and um, eventually it kind of turned into almost like a sense of depression and I just knew that I needed to leave and my spirit was calling me to move to a different city and i had no rational explanation for it i had no reason to leave to go there and so um i got to the point where i couldn't ignore the calling anymore and with compassion for myself i just had to let everyone know how i was feeling and i just had to go and it was I was in absolute turmoil over it. I was um, judging myself, I was torturing myself, I was um, feeling huge amounts of guilt and responsibility for letting people down. Um, and it was just a horrendous time and where when I got to where I was going. I had no home, I had no place to live, I had no job, I had no source of income, I had no roles, and I had nothing to define myself by. I wasn't a stepmom, I wasn't a partner, I wasn't a branch manager, I wasn't anything. <clears throat> and what happened was I just totally crashed and burned. Um, I was just a mess, I was crying... Um, Wondering what the heck I'd just done, and it was just so confusing and distressing, and I was still trying to make sense of the whole situation. The side story is that my ex and the three boys were absolutely one hundred percent fine. Um, they moved on very quickly to a new partner and a new stepmom, which showed me I was the wrong person in their lives anyway. And that's another really good thing to be aware of with intuition, whenever your intuition brings you information, it's not only for your own highest good, it's for the highest good of everyone around you. That is so important to be aware of, because we can become so conflicted by, oh my goodness, I feel like I need to break up with this person, or... I need to quit this job or I need to do this or that, and you feel so can feel so conflicted about letting people down, but what we don't see is that higher level information that there's there's a massive reason for it, and there's most likely somebody waiting on the sidelines that is a better match for that situation than you are, and you're intended for something else, so that's why it's so important to listen to it. And to do things that can be difficult or challenging sometimes because it's going to lead you to a more expansive or expanded um, sense of yourself and more a more authentic expression of yourself in the world. So I digress. So coming back to the awareness, acceptance, compassion practice. So I'd arrived in the new city, um, had nothing, no one or anything, and just was feeling very lost After a few weeks of feeling really lost and confused and bewildered I found myself absolutely depleted emotionally and exhausted and just I'd been in a state of distress for months and months with leading up to the move and then the move itself and everything that went with it. Um, I was just completely burnt out. And I remember distinctly one day I just stopped and I kind of melted into a puddle of just complete um, emotional release like I I was sobbing my heart out but not from a place of um, resistance I it was an energy I felt the energy of compassion come in I think that's probably the first time I have felt completely held by the universe, like I, I just surrendered in that moment. I felt like I, I just completely depleted myself. I'd completely run out of all my psychological and emotional resources, or my resilience, and my tank was empty. And I literally just melted into a puddle on the floor. And when I allowed myself to stop and be still, and to be with what is, to be with my absolute truth and authenticity of how I was feeling in that moment, that's when I became a frequency match for universal compassion, that's when it flooded me, and it was the most beautiful oh my goodness, the most beautiful experience of my life, and it might sound strange to hear that with someone sitting there on the floor crying after leaving their life behind, but all I can tell you is I just felt the unit, I felt creation's love, I felt um, it's going to be okay, like you know deep down you've done the right thing, and you need to stop fighting and resisting it, and just love yourself just be here just be with what is and the how and the next steps will show up when they need to and it was just a complete moment of surrender and trust and being with what is and I didn't know it then but that was the practice of awareness acceptance compassion where I let myself just be fully real about how I was truly deeply feeling I accepted it I was fully aware of of all the aspects of my human experience and my spiritual experience. I was accepting my human experience and my spiritual essence, um, and I was just infusing myself with compassion, which allowed more compassion to come in from the universe and other um, benevolent beings of light and guides and things. And it was just it was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life and taught me from that point on to trust just always trust my deeper knowing no matter what and everything will become clear in time we may not have access to all the information at the time to help our little human brains make sense of everything and to feel safe and secure in the world but just trusting that deeper deeper knowing that there's a bigger reason for it um Is absolutely everything. And if you're wanting to know the reason behind my spirit calling me to move to a new city and to leave my life behind. What happened was, that's where I met my tribe and that's where I met my soulmate. So I found hearts like mine, finally, because I'd felt so alone in the world. And the message I'd been getting was... Go to this city and you'll find hearts like yours. And that's exactly what happened. And it happened within probably six weeks. I met my tribe. And they've remained my spiritual tribe ever since. My spiritual family. And I'm so, so, so blessed and fortunate to have allowed that for myself. Because it's changed my life. And my soulmate... My soulmate and I are now married. So that's another amazing thing too so it's so important to listen to your deeper knowing your intuition your gut feelings your heart's desires and even if it's going to present something really difficult or challenging for you that's where awareness acceptance compassion the practice the circle of three can help you navigate situations like that So the circle of three, the practice of awareness, acceptance and compassion, can also be used in everyday life in much smaller examples of distressing situations or just feeling a little bit off, that sort of thing. Um, Another example might be when you have something called feeling thoughts, so feeling thoughts are when you might be feeling a little bit off physically and your thoughts want to start to align to how you're feeling physically physically. And they start to project onto your reality how you're feeling in your body. So if you wake up after a bad sleep and you might have a headache or you might feel a bit yuck, your thoughts might tell you that the whole day is yuck or that everything sucks. Um, That's an extreme um, example, but that's uh, an example of feeling thoughts. So using their practice of awareness, acceptance and compassion in that situation might be you just be still for a moment and observe from a place of neutrality or objectivity and just become aware of what's happening. So describing to yourself how you're feeling, oh okay I feel tired, Um, I didn't get a good sleep, I've got a headache and I'm also aware that I'm starting to project how I'm feeling physically out into my day before I even start my day. And I'm also aware that I'm not this experience. I'm not this human, just this human physical experience. I'm more than that. I'm also spiritual essence and I'm also part of creation. And what awarenesses can that bring me in this moment? What does my intuition want to share with me about this moment and the day ahead? And then accepting, okay, so I'm feeling a bit off. that's okay. I don't need to make how I'm feeling into how my whole day goes so you're kind of just keeping yourself in a state of slight buoyancy with the acceptance that you're also a spiritual being as well as a human physical one and then the compassion is just being really compassionate with yourself and giving yourself what you need if you are feeling a bit off maybe just take it a bit easy um don't push yourself too hard Uh, So that's just another little example of how to use awareness, acceptance and compassion in everyday sort of situations. This next little tool is just a simple little uh, psychological tool used in therapy settings. It's called the rubber band model. And the three stages of the rubber band model are being in your comfort zone so the, ru- the rubber band would just be sitting flaccid so to speak uh, and then you would stretch the rubber band out into a stretched position that would be your growth zone and then if you stretch the rubber band too far that becomes your break zone so this model is used in terms of your own personal development, where you are in your life, um, what's in your heart's desires, what your intuition is leading you towards or nudging you to do, and it's all related to spiritual expansion, which is our very nature. So to use this model, it's really just an awareness tool of okay, so where am I at with my own personal growth or my own spiritual growth? Am I in in my comfort zone? Is everything really familiar? Am I just sort of going through the motions? Um, Every day sort of very vanilla or the same, or I've got that kind of sense of certainty, Um, that sort of thing. And checking in with yourself around... Um, the growth aspect of this, so a way to become aware of of the when we're in our growth state is you might be feeling the tension between where you are now and where you actually would like to be or would prefer to be. so when we step into that growth zone, there is a little bit of a oh a little bit uncomfortable stretchy kind of vibe. Um, but we know that when we feel that it's the expansion that we're feeling and we can continue to expand into that space until that space becomes comfortable too. So like a tree grows bigger and bigger, um, when we're in the growth state from a little sapling into a bigger tree, um, it's it's growing, it's allowing its own flow and momentum, and then eventually it moves into a state that's that's its new comfort zone. So we're designed as spiritual beings to be in a constant state of expansion, um, but as human beings it's normal to kind of move in and out of our comfort zones, into our growth zones. And with regards to the break zone, so that's just you having awareness, a loving relationship with yourself and that awareness of how much is too much and looking at the reasons behind why you might be pushing yourself too much or too hard or too fast. So underneath that there could be that core belief we talked about in an earlier episode that I'm not enough, I'm not good enough or I'm unlovable or things like that that can fuel the desire to push yourself into your break zone because there's a energy reflecting energy of uh, I'm not good enough, I have to try really hard to um, become something I think I'm not. So that's another way of looking at energy reflecting energy actually because it ends up breaking us um, because we're trying to manifest something from a state of lack rather than from an inherent knowing of our own worthiness in that we ourselves are an expression of creation so therefore we are love and compassion at our essence so when we're in that beautiful loving compassionate frequency with ourselves we're interested in wanting to grow because that's what feels right that's what feels um, natural to us but we don't push ourselves to breaking point and also we're not inclined to let ourselves kind of sit in a comfort zone for a prolonged period of time. Because that doesn't necessarily feel natural to us either. So that's the rubber band model. This next practice is called finding your frequency radio station. With this we're using the metaphor of a radio With a radio dial that you can turn, and if you imagine that as you're turning the dial, you're finding different stations, and that the stations represent different frequencies of your own frequency vibration. The idea behind this practice is to help you to become aware of how powerful your perception is. And within different perceptions, there are vastly different choices that can be seen or made. First we're going to explore the radio station of fear and worry. Dun, dun, dun. The radio station of fear is the one where you find all of the worry and all of the what ifs and all of the shoulds and all of the catastrophizing and the failing thoughts and the I'm not good enoughs and the I'm unlovable's and searching for evidence that all of these things are true and energy reflects energy and it all comes full circle back round to you confirming the original thoughts and beliefs that you had at the start. It's a very dark and scary radio station when our dial is attuned to radio fear what happens is that our frequency changes and it becomes very restricted our electromagnetic field that emanates out from our heart gets pulled right in close and becomes very tight restricted and so pretty much anything that's a match for this will be magnetized for you so you'll start to notice all the things to be scared and worried about and your whole physiology will change as well because human and spirit are always working together in partnership so our bodies tend to get flooded with adrenaline and cortisol and that changes how our brains work so when our brains are switched into fight-flight-freeze mode they start to look for the threat because that's the ancient survival mechanism we've all been wired with. So your brain will literally start aligning with this and looking for the threat even where there isn't one. And sometimes the threat can be um, totally misconstrued and it can be interpreted, misinterpreted and very distorted. Um, so this frequency too, what happens when we're on any of these radio stations, is there anything that's a match for it from your past, so past memories that felt exactly the same way when you were having the experience back when you had them, those memories will be a match for your current state of fear and worry, so they're more likely to be recalled in that moment, and, um... So memories, past experiences, anything that confirms to you um, how you're currently feeling or reinforces how you're currently feeling, will become magnetised to this frequency. The other aspect of this, of course, is projecting this frequency out into your future. So looking at your future through the lens of fear and worry and common thoughts that come with this are catastrophizing, so that's thinking of the worst case scenario for any given situation and there's one called fortune telling where you think you know what's going to happen and you may ruminate over and over and over that scenario and play it out like a movie in your head which continues to send the signals to your body and your brain that it needs to be scared and looking for the threat so it's like a feedback loop the more you catastrophize or fortune tell the more you're imagination is telling your brain because your brain doesn't know the difference between your imagination and reality a lot of the time is telling your brain that there's a threat and so it's releasing more adrenaline and cortisol which keeps your physiology wired into that fear response and keeps you looking for the threat so isn't that just wonderful not (laughs) so this is radio fear and worry a frequency of fear and worry uh, and as we all know, in recent times, there's been a lot of uh, conspiracy theories that have ridden on the wave, on the back of the wave of all of this, um, and that's that's how they've become so prolific, <clears throat> um, because it's been a frequency match for everybody who's been in a state of fear with all the unknown things happening in the world and all the uncertainty. So that's another reason why those things have really taken off lately. Okay, let's look at Radio Love and Allowing. We're so in need of Radio Love and Allowing right now. Radio Love and Allowing. So the frequency of love is actually your natural state as a spiritual being. So the part of you that is divine, that's a piece of creation, the part of you that's spiritual essence that was born into this life which animates you throughout your life is made of universal love and universal compassion. So when you are on this radio station, this frequency, you are in resonance with who you truly are at your essence. now vibrating in resonance with your true self your intuition or your higher self or the higher form of guidance that is always available to you but we're sometimes on the wrong station to hear it is now able to reach you you will be a magnet for the higher information when I say higher it's not a hierarchy as such it's just information that we don't have access to if we're purely stuck in the human physical experience part of ourselves but when we're in a loving partnership with our spiritual essence we're literally opening up a door to that love frequency to the the more expansive the just all the information that's available to us in other realms that we cannot see if we're just purely stuck in the human physical experience. You will also become a frequency match for all of the love and the loving memories that you may have from your past so these memories will be more easily recalled to you and you'll be attuned to anything that's loving you'll be a magnet for loving people loving animals loving things you will feel more loving towards yourself you'll be more inclined to make loving decisions love based decisions rather than fear based decisions your perspective will just open right up and there'll be quite a lot more choice available to you you'll see things through different eyes you'll be having a different lens that you're looking through a more expansive lens so more choice more possibility and more guidance will be able to reach you And importantly, of course, you'll be looking at your future through that lens, through that more expansive, loving lens. So you'll be projecting that frequency of love and compassion out onto your future and how you perceive your future and what you allow for yourself and what you believe is possible. So it really does open up the pathway for you and It helps you come into alignment with your very unique soul song. Your very unique uh, spiritual essence and vibration that you're born into this life with. So as I've mentioned in previous episodes, this contains all all the information and guidance that you need to become fully, freely and authentically expressed in the world. And when you're on this love radio station, this love frequency... You are then opening up the airwaves to receive all of this amazing information and guidance to help you know what your next step is going to be. And it helps you feel into your future. It helps you feel into what is possible. So now we're going to explore how to oscillate between these two radio stations and how we can bring in the understandings or the awarenesses of the power of our perception and the power of choice in order to be able to change the radio station when we need to, when we're ready. And I just want to highlight here the importance of the awareness, acceptance, compassion practice that I have previously covered and the importance of being with what is due to it offering us such valuable information and when we are on the radio station of fear there is often some incredibly valuable information in there and signposts for us that have that can create the means for us to expand so it's when I say changing the radio station it's not about oh no, I'm on the fear radio station, I've got to get the heck off this and onto the love radio station right now um, and resisting it and trying to change it and run away from it. Because um, it's understandable to want to do that because it incre- can be incredibly distressing and unpleasant. But part of embracing ourselves and in, in the practice of wholeness is acknowledging both the human experience as well as our spiritual essence. So in terms of navigating these radio stations, we need to be doing this from a place of wholeness, which I'm going to talk about now. Okay, so how we change the radio stations... So I'm going to share a little story just to help illustrate this. It's always more helpful for us to learn through story, and this story is going to be about my husband's experience in changing the station. So he has a long drive home from work, uh, just about an hour and a half. He's driving, and the other night he was driving home and he was thinking about his business that he's trying to set up and a whole lot of fear was coming up for him and he's been working on trying to set it up in the background for the past year and he feels like he hasn't got as far as he'd like to so and he's having to work um, as well which is pulling him away from his business but it's kind of necessary at the same time just to keep costs covered so he was feeling frustrated and he was thinking about his business and he's thinking about you know I just I really just want to do my business but I just can't see how it's going to happen and then all the fear he he kind of started tuning his frequency into the fear and worry about how he can't see how it's going to happen and then from within that frequency he it's kind of like the the fearful voice kicks in in our minds and his was telling him to look at all the evidence during the past year about why it's just not going to work and how hard it is and he started to become those thoughts, he started to attach to them and have the emo- various emotional responses to those thoughts which was feeling incredibly disheartened and you know, losing hope and feeling like giving up on the whole thing so what happened was he began to use the awareness acceptance compassion tool so he became aware of how he was feeling and what he was thinking so he started to move into that kind of neutral observation mode and become curious and it's like oh Oh, I'm thinking this and that led me to think about that and then my whole energy changed and my whole frequency changed and then it opened up the doorway to all the things that have been difficult and challenging and struggle based. And it was the whole radio station that he was starting to tune into. It's it's kinda like that metaphor when you if you are able to hold on to a dial, physical dial on a radio station. You have to kind of move it backwards and forwards a few times to find that crisp crispness of sound. It was like he was doing that. He'd gone and then through the course of what he was thinking it had actually landed him on the station and then the whole airwaves opened up to everything that was a match for that. But the amazing thing was in that moment he was able to catch himself doing that without judging himself or trying to quickly change the station and resist what was happening he just was very quietly and compassionately observing what was happening through the energy of quietly and compassionately observing from a place of neutrality that's what enabled him to you know the awareness the acceptance the compassion in that moment he sat with it, he he observed it, he acknowledged it, he accepted it, he um, understood where it was all coming from, from that space he was able to then slowly and consciously turn the dial over onto the new station, the new love and allowing station. But if he had kind of in that moment gone, oh no, I'm on the fare station, Ooh, yuck, meh, and then pushed himself to run away from it and resist it and try and push himself onto the love station, he would have really struggled to find that station. He would have been probably searching for that station for the rest of his drive home. But because he was able to use the awareness, acceptance, compassion tool practice in in how he responded to that whole experience, he was then able to more easily find his way back to the love and allowing station and to finally tune into that station and to open the airwaves into that more expansive awareness and allowing frequency the more love based frequency of what was actually true so then he found himself thinking factual evidence-based information that um, was to do with how he's been giving birth to this whole idea for the past five years and how much he has allowed of himself um, in the past year how much he has allowed and created and realized he has actually come a very long way and he's already had an, an incredibly positive response to what he's creating And that it's right ready to be birthed and launched in the world. But it's just a time thing. And so. Then the hope started to come back in. And the excitement started to come back in. And the possibility started to come back in. And then when he stays on that station. Or revisits it. The how or the next steps. Will be given to him. And so that's what unfolded in the couple of days after that. So it's an incredibly fascinating tool and practice to use on your spiritual journey just be very aware of how you're using it and use it with with love and compassion for yourselves in today's episode we have explored a number of different tools and practices that can help you use your experiences and your different emotional states to navigate your own spiritual expansion to tune into how you're truly deeply honestly feeling and to use that as information and as the means to expand tuned for more this is Megan Costa bringing you back to wholeness.